0: Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you
1: to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey.
2: Live from the
1: WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's Three Dudes with a View. Let's get it all.
2: Welcome, Thursday edition, Three Dudes with a View. This is our last show of the week. This time, this station, tomorrow, Jim Ross with Inside Middle Tennessee. <clears throat> My name's Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Clayton Harris, the lowly bus driver, dude number two, uh, is not feeling well this morning. He, uh, He's fine. I think he's got this respiratory thing everybody's uh, getting that's going around. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Land. <laughs> Good morning. And dude... Uh, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you?
3: So good to see y'all this morning. Jim, good morning. Sorry that good Clayton's morning. feeling bad. Our best to him. Yeah.
2: All right. Now, Debbie, Debbie, Mr. York, I mean, have either of you contacted uh, the Polk Home yet to see whether or not uh, any of President Polk's classified documents <laughs> are still being
1: kept there?
3: <laughs> I love They're that. Probably Someone
1: rotten said, by now.
3: <laughs> Someone yesterday said, do we need to go into Monticello or, you know, or anyway, to check uh, you know, I and bet
2: Jefferson. they got a whole trove of them stamped top secret right down there in the, in the what's the name of that hall? Uh, presidential hall or
1: what the
3: yeah pre- uh, at the polk Home? Yeah, yeah yeah but it is the presidential hall I, yeah Maybe i understand have on the display. national
1: archives though has asked all past presidents and officials to look in their personal papers and make sure that they don't have documents that they're not supposed to have which is a good thing and i think they need to tighten up the 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 use of Classified documents and meetings and stuff. Somebody's got to be responsible for keeping toe on them, and they shouldn't be just floating around. It's just bad.
3: I think that's well, a great PR thing, though. You just said Del, they should they should do presidential documents. Well, I mean, Pope's all documents. past
2: presidents. I mean, you know, now, uh, James K. himself. I don't believe will be able to check his archives, but certainly the uh, director of the Polk home, uh What's her? I can't remember. I think her name. that's a great fundraiser yeah.
3: for the Polk to do. Yeah, Polk documents. Come need see, to see them Check the scavenger, yeah. scavenger search. The scavenger search.
2: No top secret documents about whatever. Uh, they probably
1: awesome. didn't even have top secret back in those days. They just had documents.
2: <laughs> probably. I don't know, Ms. Uh, York.
3: There's 12 people. And They had to travel by in the snow by horse for how many days to even get to D.C. to, to do anything.
2: I, I don't know. Time. But, I, you know, uh, you just never know what's going to come out of the you know, out of the woodwork, out of the closet. There may be the secret plans for who knows how we how we uh, blackmailed England into the 49th par- parallel or whatever? <laughs> Who knows? Right, exactly.
3: England may want well, their land back. They may. So.
1: Yeah, from the latest incidents, though, we know that things aren't being handled like they're supposed to be, and they need to tighten up. You know, they need to tighten up the regulations and the guidelines, procedures, or whatever when they're dealing with. Uh, sensitive documents and not just let them float around in people's notebooks and find them several years later. That's just uncalled for. Because, you know, we have people that are working in countries across the globe, some of them in real dire situations, and if something gets out of who they are, they become extinct and expired. So you're dealing with people's lives as well as other things uh, that the government does across this globe. So they, they certainly need to be tighter and, and and managed a lot better,
2: well, I mean, miss York, to your point, I think this process of ex presidents you know assimilating their documents, putting them in libraries <laughs> uh taking them you know with them to their you know i mean I, I don't think it's not possible for them to take them with them uh they just uh have to acknowledge that they belong to the national archives and the national archives and presidents have worked out a process of that over the years it seems to have been a pretty casual process and uh so to your point maybe maybe it's time to make it a little less casual
1: uh, so. well the national archives normally takes all possession of all the papers and then when they want to start a library or whatever they they look at them and they they divvy out which ones that are suitable for the library and which ones that aren't they don't get all their papers back and and like i say certainly they need to tighten up the reins the personal responsibility issue is what i'm talking about if you got a top secret document in a meeting need to turn it back in don't put it in your folder or your notebook and walk out the the, the meeting with it
2: well certainly only a president can probably do that That's um, right. Be, uh, but this again, though this process of a president leaving office and then uh, taking his documents or you know putting his documents into a presidential library or whatnot, uh, which seems to be the trend in modern times, it seems to have been a very casual process between the ex-president and the National Archives. Uh, nobody's really thought a whole lot about. You know, putting security measures around it or anything like that. Um, well, there and, are, and pe- there's, ne- there's definitely never. It's apparent to me, at any rate, that there's never been really a timetable a, a established as to when it all has to get sorted out. You know. Uh, so anyway, go ahead. Deb. Well,
3: there there are people that are arrested on a daily basis because they walked out with confidential information in the military or. Other uh, lower level people, and some of them are serving time. You know, well, so yeah. we do have to yeah. figure this well, that, out.
2: That is very true, but so a president certainly. A know,
3: president is a different thing. President's and then a president's a different thing. Then you've got, you know, the Senate has, I think it's called a skiff. Is that right? Yeah. It's the yeah. place that you yeah. go into to look at information, and you're not, I mean, checks and balances, not able to leave with anything. So for senators to walk out with it is a little bit interesting to me.
1: Yeah, sitting president can, can, Declassify, do whatever he wants with the document, but still, there there should be a personal responsibility and on his part, not to be lax, lack, handling specific documents. Well, I'm not. He, ought, I'm he, ought, not. He, ought, he too ought to turn them back in to the proper authorities, you know, or proper staff people.
2: I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you, Mister York, but it just seems whether it's Bush or whether it's Clinton or whether it's Trump or Obama, it seems to have been a very a casual process up to this point. There's no real timetable to it. Uh, and um, So, yeah, to your point.
3: Well, you mentioned Bill Clinton. You know, January 26, 1998 is the day he said, let me make myself clear, I'm not going to repeat this again, I'm going to say I did not have sexual relations with that woman. So today is the anniversary of that today.
1: Who cares? Uh, but, uh,
2: you know,
3: I've just but
1: even even though they they do get possession of some of the papers, though. what I'm saying is that there's a process at the National Archives to give them stuff that that they can put in their uh, libraries, and and it it doesn't happen overnight. It's something well, that they review and look at. And then they make a decision to let them have those particular documents.
2: Mr. York, I know that you want Trump sent to jail for it, violating the process. But the process, again, though, whether it's been Clinton, Bush, Obama, whoever, has it hasn't been a partisan thing. It's been a very casual process with no clearly established
1: timetable. And, yeah, uh, but I'm saying I think you're wrong about this casualness that you, you know you portray. It's not casual. Well, it apparently has been up until
4: now <clears throat> for presidents. Well,
1: yeah. well some pre- some some folks have treated it casual when they got possession of documents Well, and but apparent, it's not and, a casual process.
2: And and apparently the national archives has treated it casually as well. Uh,
1: you know, I I mean that's that's just, Well, I don't think they would have requested and got court orders and subpoenas if they had treated it casual. That's oh. not treating stuff casual. Uh,
2: Mr. York, you're trying to make something out of something that's not the only thing that I've seen uh, in this whole business. Something did come up yesterday, where Hunter Biden's one of Hunter Biden's emails, uh, which is uh, to this I can't remember the fellow's name, but he and this other fellow they they were trying to cut a deal with Barisma, yeah, the the company that he you know blah blah blah, and this email obviously. You know, Hunter Biden has never uttered three syllables together that make any sense. Right. You know, I mean, he's pretty much a...
3: But a, it went to a private server for Joe Biden while he was an elected official. Well, right?
2: this was an email <laughs> in regard to Burisma. Yep. And it, it contained what is obviously uh, detailed, classified information regarding Ukraine.
1: Right. Uh, now, that's serious. Uh, I wonder how much information Jared gave to the... United Emirates Ms. to get York, $2 billion. Equiv-
2: equivocation doesn't work on me. Don't care to tell Well, I know
1: them. it doesn't work on you, but I'm just mentioning it to the listening audience. They got a little sense oh, to, to know that when you walk away from United Emirates with $2 billion, something went down.
2: Mr. York, you know, I don't know anything about that, but one thing I do know. why
1: you don't know it was in the news seven, eight, ten months?
2: I've It, it would be all over the place. It would still, they'd be having congressional hearings on it, you know, and all this crap there's and here. And Mnuchin
1: there. got his $1 billion and he just happily floated away. You don't hear a thing about Mnuchin.
3: Except here. Treasury you you mention Mnuchin every day. Every day. He did a damn good job. Mm-hmm, uh, he sure did. Yep. Yeah well that this uh yeah this, but this private server regarding biden and and uh hunter. That's going to become a bigger story, I think.
1: Well, it's under investigation, so let's see what happens under the investigation. Yeah,
3: I think this uh, is the first time in history a president and his son are both under federal investigation. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to, you know, <laughs> at the same time.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm sure that you first know, time in history,
3: president's been under investigation. <laughs> no, I said his a president and his I son.
2: Mean, if you read what's in there, it's obviously classified information. It's obviously not written by Hunter Biden. He's copied it word for word from somewhere. And uh, and a classified document. And, uh, you know, they will come out and say, uh, you know, there's nothing to see here. Uh, and they'll do it with a straight of face as Clinton did when he said, I did not have sex with that mm-hmm. woman. That's right. So uh, This
3: is the exact like, thing John Solomon said. President well, well, Biden. Trump actually admitted he had sex with all the women.
1: He he groped and did all the things he did, you know, and he still got a lawsuit. Well, yeah, John,
3: John Solomon is saying President uh-huh. Biden used a personal email account during the Obama years as vice president to send information he was getting from the State Department as vice president to his globetrotting foreign. Deal making son Hunter Biden, so we're talking about personal servers. We're talking about yes, he did have contact and conversation about with his son about his personal business, and all again, it all leads back to Ukraine and the payoff to the Ukraine. This is what this is all about, as far as I'm concerned. It, yeah, that, that's but,
1: why Trump was trying to blackmail him too, right? I don't know, Miss York,
2: but one thing and and. The Bill Clinton line about having sex with a woman doesn't bother me at all. Uh, the uh, the thing about information to the Ukraine, I I mean that again, Ukraine bothers me because not because so much of whatever Hunter Biden's up to. Nothing's going to come of it, folks. I mean, you know, nothing's going to come of it. Biden's not. I
1: don't think it should because he's a private businessman. Well, he's r- just related to the president. Miss York, you now if nice. Jarrett was a private
3: business business, <laughs> if that queen, was Donald Jr., you would been two billion dollars. You know? If that was John Jr., you'd been having a cardiac cardiac arrest.
2: I know you're the only person
3: I know qualified
2: to uh, replace uh, Claude John or whatever her name is. <laughs> just, I mean, just chuck and jive, say what's black is white, you know. Um
1: uh, all He's right. A press secretary, like so many others, they do. or oh, Sarah Huckabee couldn't give a straight answer herself. Now she's governor of Arkansas. Miss
2: York, get your application in. I will be happy to write a letter of recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh...
3: And Arkansas, <laughs> lucky your you. Your letter
1: of recommendation is worth, like, like they used to say back about, it, worth a, bu- a bucket of spit.
2: Well, who knows? Maybe <laughs> you know. Maybe an endorsement from the opposite side, you know, might be
1: something good to have. Maybe. Uh, maybe. we right. about to take a break, and uh, they
2: said, you... talk
1: about them. Republicans sometime. You always like to pick on Ancient news for Democrats. Talk about the current. This Hunter news Biden thing, thing, and what y'all going to do about Kurt, this Kurt, 30 percent tax that you're trying to levy on the American people? Talk oh, about God. that.
2: That's
3: uh, that's Newsom in California.
2: That's not a that's a pipe dream, you know. And I do throw shade on Republicans frequently. I never hear you. I try to give you a bone, and hope you'll say, "Well, you know, we've done a few things wrong ourselves," but you never do it.
1: Well, <laughs> I, I, I didn't take up for Biden. I said he did something wrong.
3: Okay. Uh Okay, I don't... I'm I not sure that. I heard that. I mean, he shouldn't have
1: had those papers. Everybody in the world knows he shouldn't have had the papers.
3: Okay. But you support Donald Trump, you support Pence. Oh, it ain't There's no problem. You know, no, but I Mike said... Mike Pence did not have, have presidential... Have the papers. Mike Pence did not have presidential powers for declassification. No, he did not. He was only a vice president, and he was a senator. So, no, he, he did not. He
1: did Trump after he left office. Well, all right, well folks, Trump, Let's take
2: a break, and... Uh, So this whole papers thing bores me.
1: Let's talk about 30% tax.
0: Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified re-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorsales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks GMC. We are professional grade i <laughs>
1: trucking are we gonna do what they say can't be done we've got a long way to go and a short time to get there i'm found to watch a bandit
2: run all right welcome back three dudes with a view my name is del kennedy i'm dude number three dude number two clayton harris the lowly bus driver <laughs> is uh not feeling well and uh, But I think he's going to be fine. I think he's actually just going to sleep in a little bit and come into the office later. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how you doing? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody out there. And regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Doing great. Good morning. All right. Now, I want to leave this documents, whether they're in the Polk home or Trump's home or Biden's home thing alone, except as it relates to Ukraine, folks and i don't want to stay on that long unless y'all are just dying to but here we've got Zelensky, uh you know was yelling he needs tanks he needs tanks finally we gave him tanks and then you know that didn't that didn't even last 24 hours until he says he needs f-16s uh folks you know the russians have actually moved nuclear weapons into ukraine uh again we we need to be asking ourselves what's in ukraine that we really care about what's in ukraine that it's worth any american dying for what's in ukraine that it's worth risking a nuclear war with russia what what in the world is there that's worth any of these risks and they're real risk and and uh you know and uh, folks well i i can deal with just a bully somebody who's mean you know I mean, they they, they, they that can be dealt with, but with Putin, it's obvious we're dealing with somebody who ain't right. Who's you know he little cray cray, mm-hmm. and uh, you know cray cray and nuclear weapons scares me a lot. And and we, we've got top Russian generals. I mean, top Russian generals calling for the use of nuclear weapons right now.
3: Not only that, they're talking about marching completely. From where they are, Ukraine, all the way over to the Big Pond is what they said. There's a four-minute TikTok video that's floating around of a talk show in Russia and what they're talking about. And there was some discussion uh, that, you know, uh, Western Europe doesn't have their own gas. Who has the gas? Russia. If they don't have gas to supply themselves or their tanks or their troops or their airplanes or whatever, you know, are they vulnerable? Where Where's Western Europe going to get their gas now? Even to support... Their own security. So, this is a big deal. If you get a chance to see that TikTok video, it's a little horrifying, but um, well, sobering.
1: Know, they, they're, they're still negotiating behind the scenes, Delga. It's not like nobody's talking. I know Russia's still shooting its missiles, it's still destroying Ukraine. But well, there's still negotiations it's, going it's on. Time, they just haven't come to fruition. It's saying yet. hit. It's, it's time we it, are doing a lot of talking, and it's well, time we had some straight
2: talk with Zelensky that he needs to negotiate, and wind this thing up, or he ain't getting no more tanks or airplanes.
3: Well, the Russians are saying anybody that's supplying these people are justified to be hit militarily.
2: I, anybody are, that's you know, supplying them, we are on a slippery, dangerous slope that could ignite into nuclear war. Yes. Or even less, equally as bad. Yes. You know, uh, it could it could ignite into a ground war where a lot of American kids get killed. Uh, they, this well, is,
1: it's just like the missile crisis in Cuba. It's very very similar. You know, trying to get somebody to stop doing what they're doing wrong.
2: Yeah, but in that case, the Russians had nuclear missiles in Cuba, pointed at the United States, like a like a three minute missile flight. Ukraine's got nothing of the sort. There's nothing in Ukraine that can hurt us.
3: And they unleashed a lot of missiles on them this morning. I mean, it's it's a full-bore thing. I mean, even, listen. It's like
1: y'all just saw from Putin to me. That's what it seems like. And again, you know. When did the Democrats become warmongers? You know, come, well, it's not warmongering. It's just get, trying to protect democracy. It gotta, seems like gotta get them Republicans don't care about democracy anywhere. I, I was involved in a war. They were hollering democracy every day. Now, all of a sudden, they don't holler democracy you gotta anymore. you
2: got to get them commies. Oh, they, there's the dominoes. All these countries going to fall. Mr. York, did, do you think we were, were right to be involved in Vietnam?
1: When I found the whole
3: story out, no.
2: Yeah. Well, there's even less justification for being involved in Ukraine.
3: And the French got us into that.
2: Yeah. Well, and it, you know, and, and so it so started out. It started out
3: with oh, we, the French left. You know. Well, and, but the, we came in because of the French. Yeah, That's you know. right. So we went on so, that. Yeah. And,
2: and we started out with them sending some supplies, mm. and yep. then uh, you slow know, dragging. They a were going to drag their troops, and then they, I mean, train their troops, and then there were some special forces, and eventually there were uh, American young people drafted and sent in, uh, and a lot of them got killed. Um, the fifty thousand or so, I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: But think about all the jobs being created, dealt by the <laughs> you know, mostly by Republican businessmen. They're sell they love to send sell guns and bullets. Well, there
2: is no doubt that the military-industrial complex is up to their neck in this, and uh, you know that's why we need to have some rationality and push back. All right, with locally here, folks. Uh, there's a big article in I think yesterday's Herald about Murray Judicial Center enters phase two, and yeah, ho- yeah. chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Yeah. Uh, there's a, you know, I don't want to be I. I, I i really want to be the person who at the end of this thing says you know good job uh nice courthouse <clears throat> on budget well done i mean i want to be that person but i'm skeptical i, I mean first of all the, the rendering of the courthouse to me looks you know it doesn't look like it have the dignity of a you know a, a county building that's supposed to last a century it it looks pretty much like a 70s
1: schoolhouse. Have you seen it? Yeah, David? I've seen you it. got, got siding on it, huh?
3: Well, the thing is, is that if this is a century build, your courthouse is normally your epicenter of your architecture and your design. You know, that this is <coughs> something that you do right, and you do it once, and it should, it should yeah, hold. Yeah, I mean, our
2: present courthouse was designed by a world-famous architect. Absolutely,
3: and made and, of granite, so it ain't going anywhere. And, and uh, you know, this other just a and disposable folks that, you know, building.
2: The, the article in the Herald is is very rosy, and I I don't share the rosiness there. I think it's, yeah. I think it's smoke being blown up somebody's ears. The, uh, uh, first of all, the we've already spent... Uh, about two point one, 2200000 dollars just to do the site work down there. I don't think that includes the initial acquisition cost, which was what one
3: point eight. One point eight. So yeah. we're totally all in just to move dirt and acquire the building at over four or around. So four. what's
2: the bottom line? Get, line get, figure it's supposed go. to be? Well, that's the problem. There is no bottom line, Mister York. The uh, you
1: just go it, charge as you well, go, huh?
2: Uh, well, uh, well, they the. the, the the county and the Commissioner saying that it's going to be finished all in for thirty three million. The problem with that is they do not they do not here's the big rub they do Hewitt Spencer is the contractor hewitt Spencer oh, uh, man. has a yeah a track record of cost overruns, massive ones and um uh for instance, up at uh, Spring Hill, they said that the new high school, which is presently being built, was going to cost seventy four million. Now it's clocking in at about a hundred million. Uh
3: I think a hundred and ten is actually
2: the hundred and ten. Uh over in uh Hohenwald, the cost overruns I think on a high school with Hubert Spencer just got so bad the, the oh. county the oh. uh, county the county or the I city could, just canceled the project, but still I wish I could lost Find out level.
1: who's connected to Hewitt and Spencer. Who's I, you connected know, on the county I, uh, commission to Hewitt you, and
2: Spencer? You know, everywhere they go, they just seem to leave a uh, uh, you know like a, a, a trail of slime. Uh, the well, uh,
3: unless I'm wrong, but I had been advised that Hewitt Spencer not only gets the bids and then they do this, that they have a twenty percent. And I may be wrong on the number, but I think I was advised they have a twenty percent bonus if they come in under budget. So what happens is they start at seventy million. They go, oh no, 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 it's going to be a hundred ten million. And then at the end, if they come in at a hundred nine million, they get a twenty percent kickback bonus because they came in under budget. I've, I've heard we're... that, Debbie. I don't
1: know if it's true or not. Well, it's a, who's it. related to these people? That's on any governing body. That's what I'm interested in.
2: I, I don't know, but they they definitely, you know, and they may be just nice. Folks, but they've at least in Hohenwall and uh, here in, with the Murray County School Board,
1: they've Well nice they, folks don't fleece you every
2: didn't time they, they also turn do around. The Mount yeah.
3: Pleasant Courthouse. I, and that didn't they do that too there?
1: Well, I don't know if I don't
2: know if Hewitt Spencer was involved in that or not. I uh, think
3: I think they were. But.
2: Yeah, that cost five million and it uh, is worthless uh it's it's a mess uh it's it's not it's it's not a very usable space as a courthouse anyway here's where we are though the county has budgeted thirty three million and hewitt Spencer now has come back and you know they want to do phase two which would uh let's see that would include uh um, what would that include uh Phase two would cost foundation framing. Yeah, it would cost about nine million dollars for phase two, uh, asphalt paving, site concrete, uh, site, asphalt paving, site concrete, additional bond insurance, and construction cost. That that's that's a that's a, <laughs> I I I don't know it doesn't how do you get up to, I guess you do you know asphalt paving site. Concrete and additional bond, insurance, and construction costs that gets you up to nine million. I get, I guess it does. You know, I don't. But,
3: well, but I think they approved another. Wasn't it another eight million?
2: Well, they approved another eight point nine. You know, it's nine million, Debbie. Yeah. So they approved another nine million, and so you've got to throw that in in the count toward thirty three million. the The problem though is the county does not have a contract with Hewitt Spencer to do this thing for thirty three million. They a, don't
3: a fixed price. No, <clears throat> they, they
2: do not have a fixed price. And Hewitt Spencer, under the terms of the resolution passed by the county commission last summer, uh, Hewitt Spencer can, you know, uh, give them a half-built courthouse and say, "Well, your thirty-three million dollars is done, and uh, this is as far as we could get with it." And the county's got no recourse, none whatsoever. They can either pay them pay them additional amount to complete it, whatever that's going to be $40, $50, 60 million or they can uh, just have a half built courthouse. And um, this, like I said, I, I you know we we've got good people trying to do the right thing. I know on the commission and elsewhere, uh, but I'm just very skeptical of this, and I do not. I will not be doing a happy dance if I have to say I told you so. Uh, but th- th- this just doesn't make a lot of sense to me.
1: Debbie, are well, your taxpayers thoughts. In what, this county you des- taxpayers in this county deserve a lot better planning and, and operations on that level. And uh, it's it's a disservice to them if we're not getting the most bang for the buck that we put in
2: yeah and i mean we we may get a fine courthouse for 33 million dollars and uh and maybe they'll improve the looks of it some you know and that would be great that would be awesome uh but uh yeah and and and, and as i as i understand it uh the county does not really have additional money uh and they if if it goes above 33 as i am been told, you know, they, you know, you say you get the half-built courthouse for thirty-three million dollars, uh, and so you know, Hewitt Spencer comes back and says, "Well, it's going to take another ten, fifteen to finish the thing."
3: It's a, it's a slow drain. It, yeah. It's a bleeding out. But the county doesn't it.
2: have it, and nope. the county would be forced if the county said, "Okay, we're going to go ahead and complete the courthouse," uh, on the cost overrun. The county doesn't have. The county would be forced to do two things: issue more bonds and raise taxes. Exactly,
3: which you think. Well,
1: they, they're not going to be between a rock and a hard place and start a building and don't finish it. They're going to do something like you say: raise taxes, issue bonds, or something to finish it. And, well, you know, but they're going to be in knee deep by that time, you know.
2: Well, and I got a feeling they're going people people hunting them with broomsticks and uh, and uh, pitchforks too. Well,
3: when this budget comes in this year. I've heard that it's going to be hard, especially when the, the Board of Education's money comes uh, – the requests that are having to come in. It's going to be a, a, just a miserable, miserable budget season. That I understand. Yeah. And so, there's Scott, there's,
1: Scott there's, says the state going to take care of this education, though. We're going to get a lot of money from the state, aren't
2: we? There is a massive amount of money coming in from the state. They've increased, uh, I can't remember, they put aside an additional billion or so for schools, uh, public schools. But
3: and when you're building buildings at $110 million a pop, that billion doesn't go very far.
2: Well, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly how that money's earmarked. I'm not sure it's for capital projects at all.
1: I think it's I think it's intended for instructional probably.
2: Yeah, I think it's intended for you know uh, for operation costs, teacher salaries, um, you know, books, classroom equipment, that kind of thing. Uh, And uh, um, it's it's I think it it is my understanding. It's you know it's the the teachers have been saying this is what we need, and so the legislature said, okay, we're going to give it to you. And um, let's see how that works out, you know. Yeah. But uh, the legislature is going to—if it doesn't work out—they're going to hold them accountable,
1: as they should. Yeah. No, another issue that's hitting the county commission Delk, is this uh, landfill over there that they're—they're they're steady working over there, and the Jackson law that everybody was taking hold of didn't do anything to slow them down.
2: I I thought that sort of gone away. Debbie, do you know anything about it? No. I, I oh, are they anything.
1: still they still making a landfill
2: I over mean, there. The, they,
3: there? There are certain permanent permit less landfills that you can put in spots, but I don't think it's the tire shredding situation. There might be something else. I'm over. not.
2: I've got some people. I think you'd be calling me if anything was going on out there. Yeah, I
3: think so too. And
2: if there is somebody, let me know. Oh. Uh, But I sort of thought that thing had died. It's time for another break, folks. Let's go, Mr. York. You got something to say? Let's get you on the other side.
1: Okay. Good day.
2: This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 Wkom Columbia.
4: Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me, or 615-551-9224.
0: Kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole-home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call
2: a Happy Face Truck today. Yeah.
4: Join us Saturday, March the 18th for Columbia's Breakfast Rotary's fourth annual Shoot for Our Stars Sporting Clays Tournament. This tournament is a community benefit fundraiser for our fantastic local youth and veterans organizations. If you'd like to participate in this great event, contact me, Rhonda King, at 931-398-5511 or contact us online at www.facebook.com slash shootforourstars. We are the NFHS. That stands for the National Federation of State High School Associations. But really, what we stand for, together with the TSSAA, are the 109,000 high school sports students in Tennessee. And so we stand. We stand for the runners, soccer, and basketball players. We stand for their coaches, administrators, and officials.
1: There's one thing you should always find You gotta saddle up your boys You gotta draw a hard line When the gun smoke settles We'll sing a victory tune And we'll all meet back At the local saloon.
4: We'll raise up our glasses
2: Against evil forces Singing
1: whiskey for my men Beer for my horses
2: all right folks, we are back, three dudes with a view Thursday edition, a cloudy, uh damp day, and it looks like the weather's bad and gonna stay bad for about another week at least. Uh <clears throat> a lot of rain, a lot of cold.
3: Sleeting when I came in.
2: Yep, yep. And Sleaten. uh so it's it's January, I guess. My name is Del Kennedy, I'm dude number three, dude number two, Clayton Harris, the Lowly bus driver, is uh now um well, he's hopefully getting some rest and getting better, but he he said he was going to rest and sleep late a little bit maybe and, and then come into the office. He's got this respiratory thing that seems to be going round and around here in this area. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Whoop, you're, you're muted out, Mr. York. Jim... What did I hit that there? We right now. There we go. There we go. got morning, you now. Good morning,
1: everybody. Sorry about that. that was no problem. Glad to have you. The, yeah, uh, de- uh, Clayton needs to get a shot of that dickle, man, like you did. You, you probably knocked out a fifth while you were out, one.
2: I, You know, that's, that's best medicine, a uh, little whiskey. Little
1: lemon, dickle, and honey? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. There you go. That's, that's to break
1: loose anything.
2: That's a cure. The magic elixir. <laughs> uh, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews, how you doing? Good
3: morning, boys. It's good to be here.
2: Glad to have you. Uh, all right, Mr. York, did you have something uh, before the break <clears throat> you wanted to bring up?
1: Yeah, I was <clears throat> just going to continue this thing about the, the Overbound Mountain Center where they're clearing out this land for this this thing. And I, I got information uh, that they thought the Jackson Law would, Try to prevent that but uh, according to what i'm hearing is folks say they invested their money in it and they're going to continue to do what they intend to do so i know they're no a stopping. lot of money
3: and they're a big organization and if they did want to fight it they've got the deep pockets to do that so we just have to have the political will to say no
2: yeah I, and miss york i don't know and I've, i again folks if anybody knows you know more about this because Certainly, back when it seemed like something was going to happen, we had a number of people contacting us who you know w- w- wanted to solicit our help or publicity from us uh, in connection with the opposition uh, to uh, the, the whatever it was the the dump or yeah. I guess for sure I'm not sure it was a dump, but it was something
3: it was by. a tire shredder, reed, yeah re yeah, where they shredded tires and and uh, recycled them.
2: But then they used that product for something else.
3: Yeah. And and I think that the heat that you had to heat the tires up to shred them, um, it uh, generated a gas that mixed with phosphate that became basically a nerve agent. So that was the big yeah. thing.
2: Yeah, that was a concern. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I have not heard – and, Ms. York, I don't discredit your information at all uh, – but I I suspect that if that thing starts moving, some of the same people who contacted us last time uh, will be uh, contacting us again, and certainly we would be interested in covering mm-hmm. uh, anything that's going on there. Uh, whether you know, so
3: right, yeah, right, yeah. Well, I did want to talk about something regarding real estate today. If y'all have got a minute, we do. It's, let me let me
2: do one housekeeping uh, thing before we before we get to that. David. Okay. Um, let's see first of all uh gabe we've we've been talking about the justice center the new murray county courthouse whatever you want to call it uh gabe howard i believe uh, will be on with us monday he is a uh, newly elected member of the murray county commission and uh, has in the past voiced concerns about the uh, plans for the courthouse, and so, and Gabe, I think, will be on with us Monday, hopefully, to give us a, a a better picture of what's going on with regard to the new courthouse and how you know how much it may cost and that kind of thing. <laughs> right. So, stay tuned for that. Uh, we, folks, if you want to send us a message these days, the best way to do it is to do it through Twitter. Uh, and our, our Twitter is at WKOMWKRM, one word, at WKOMWKRM, one word. And not only can you give us a message that way, uh, we are now posting the audio and video of Three Dudes with a View. And I'm looking right now at, uh, at the audio and video on Twitter of three, yesterday's show, uh, the Wednesday edition of Three Dudes with a View. So, once again, if you want to watch us and listen to us, or you want to, you know, give us comments and whatnot, we will definitely uh, be looking at those comments and perhaps responding on the air or or on Twitter. Uh, So it's at
1: WKOM, WKRM. all right, I think the
2: house. Yeah, I
3: like
1: those comments—good, bad, and ugly. Let them flow. Let them flow. All it's right,
3: like hit song. Fifty percent hate it, fifty percent like it. That's what a hit song is. So <laughs> there we go. Let them fly. Hit let song. Fly. That's right.
2: All right. Miss York, where were you going now? Let's see.
3: No,
1: let Debbie go ahead with a real estate
2: deal. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, well,
3: there's two things. One is tonight is the first yearly meeting of the Murray County Republican Party, which is the largest Republican Party in the state. And so 530, we'll start serving some dinner. And at 6 o'clock, we will meet for our first meeting of the year. We moved it to Thursday night so it doesn't conflict with the county planning commission meetings because we all want to attend those. And we urge all of our members to attend as many committee meetings as they can.
2: So. let me, let me. And I'm looking at this Twitter thing. I didn't realize what was going on. We're actually on live on Twitter we are right now. Live. Yeah, and uh, and then
3: hey, Twitter, Hello Twitter.
2: Yesterday's show is is archived there as well. So, uh, yeah. You, so yeah, we, you can listen and watch live there on on Twitter at WKOMWKRM, WKRM, or you can catch yesterday's show if you missed it and want to hear it. So, That's awesome. Yeah.
3: Okay, so the real estate thing, and this is a cautionary tale to everybody listening because we need your help. There's a. I was at a closing last week, and um, my title company is near my uh, broker's office in, in Franklin. My office is actually in the Cool Springs area off of Carruthers. But within the last week, they had had 20 situations where. Someone calls a realtor and says, hey, I've got some land in wherever. Let's just say I got it in Leoma, and I want to sell this property. Um, it's somebody calling, and they're saying, I'm out of state, but I need to sell this property. Here's my ID. Uh, I need to set a price. It's normally a little bit lower than market value. They want to sell it quick. They're not going to be able to be at the closings. But... These people are like hijacking, not necessarily title theft, but they're trying, they're selling people's land that they don't own.
2: They're they're assuming the identity of the true owner. Yes.
3: So we had some. Is that right, Debbie? That's exactly right. And so we had a, a situation where a a young agent you know the market has been brutal the last six months and a young agent and i think she was from my brokerage she so wanted to have a listing and make a sale that um my title attorney kept telling her i believe that this is a scam you need to verify this and she would not even she she went to put a sign out in the properties field and the neighbor came up to her and said um what you doing and she said well he's decided to sell and she go he goes no he's just out of town and she right now and she goes well I couldn't hardly understand him his accent was really thick and he goes, accent thick? He's from Tennessee. What are you talking about? And and this person was putting a sign in a field to sell this property. Now, I asked the attorney, I said, what happens if this transaction goes through? He said, well, people wire money. They wire it to a ca- an account. He said, so let's say the landowner is, pro- is subject A. The uh, purchaser is subject B. This guy in the middle is, B, he gets the money, and he's gone. And I said, so who owns the property? And he said, uh, the original owner has to sue the new owner to get ownership back. And I said, well, what a colossal mess. So how do we as realtors protect ourselves?
2: And guess who else is going to get sued?
3: Every, every, you're, you're young, everybody's going to. So every, your young realtor? Every, well, um, and that's the thing. They're going through title. They're going title through the insurance. Guy. Everything. And so um, so yeah, They're all going to get everybody, sued. So, out here, if you're a young agent or an agent or an old season agent, try to know who you're selling for. Get them in person. Have radars going off if they say, I'm not going to attend you the closing. Speak they with need, the Russian yes, accent. Need They're this. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I need this quick. I need a quick sale, but I'm not going to be at closing Not yet. And tell not your neighbors. If, sell the property. Yeah. If you've got property. I would advise you to talk to your neighbors if you're not in the same city or county that this is happening and say, if you see a sign go up my property, I need you to call me or at least let your neighbors know I am not selling my property. If I'm going to sell my property, I'll give you all a heads up because we've got, this is getting crazy out here. So,
1: but I Debbie, just... there's a better one than that. There was a, in New Orleans, there was a guy that was going to houses for sale, pulling up the house for sale sign, changing the locks on the door letting people move into the residence charging them a monthly rent and it took several months before the owner figured out that somebody was in the house that wasn't supposed to be and was paying rent to somebody that didn't own the house.
3: Jim as a realtor, I had a con- good listen, work
1: if you can get it.
2: Listen, I had
3: a condo for sale uh in Cool Springs <clears throat> and it was it was uh empty they had moved out. And so the scam in Tennessee regarding that, Jim, is people find listings that are empty listings, and then they will put out on the internet, for sale by owner, contact us, so it's a rent-to-own situation, call us, we'll take your application over the phone, then you send us the down payment, your first payment and the last payment, and you're going to rent-to-own this property, and they take people's money when that was never the case. This was just on the market to sell. So I had to schlep my self over to Brentwood's police department and file a report that this had turned up on the internet. You know, people trying to to use your property to try to sell as rent to own, but it's basically a scam to get people's money. You that people are not going to sell rent to own. I hate to say that, but so many people are desperate to own their own home. It's been a, a dream that they've had that's been out of reach that they will believe someone says. I'm going to let you rent to own this if you give me a down payment. And, and, you know, so that's the scam in Tennessee. So we have to be on that, watching that all the time and report it if it happens. But this with the property and raw land, I meant my title, the title uh, attorney, my title attorney is, is, uh, uh, it Chapman and Rosenthal and he said this has been 20 this week all of our title companies were all 20 of these scams that, this was he said every title they, company is all, dealing with this they're all talking to each other that this is going on so, so, so
2: 20 actual sales or 20 attempts
3: 20 well I don't know how many came into actual sales but attempts so they're saying if it you as a realtor need to know, and if you are buying, you need to ask the realtor, have you met this person? Do you know who you're selling for? Is this person out of town? I need verification of ownership somehow. We've got to and, and Debbie, it up.
2: Debbie, I think you told me that most often this is happening with raw land, right. where there's nobody living on the land, nobody living so on you go land? out and talk to them and yeah. say, well, who owns this thing? Right,
3: you know? you got, or at least if you own raw, raw, raw land, talk to the neighbors around your raw land saying, if a sign shows up or something like that, I need to call ASAP. Well, there's no bounds on the
2: imagination of a criminal. I had a case when I was in the U.S. Attorney's Office of a fellow who was you know a pretty prosperous, you know, well educated, well to do fellow. He was retired military and uh, had moved down into southern Middle Tennessee, working as a you know with how they do when they retire, they go to work yeah. for a military uh, as a contractor. Contractors, mm-hmm. yeah. And but he also bought a farm down there, I think in Lawrence or Giles County, and he had a group of cattle, I think 150 head or something. And one thing I learned in this process, folks you can't get a good title on a cow you know (laughs) there is no such thing as a title on a cow you can't tell you you can't tell you know in this part of the country they don't have brands on them or anything and so this fellow had sold the same group of cows to three different people
3: Sounds like a copyright I bought a couple of times from somebody walking them down Music Row selling them. I mean,
2: yeah. it's got to be innovative. Did you, you know,
3: buy any of the cows,
1: down? No, I didn't buy any cows from it. <laughs> you know, oh, Lord, and... What happened to honesty and integrity in this country? Just going out the window. Well, this is
3: sort of a byproduct, too, that we have a lot of money floating in from other states. A lot of deals are being made with cash, lots of cash flowing in here. And so you do deal with people. You know, I've had people buying from Seattle buying here, and you're dealing a lot of things long distance. So it's an interesting time, but agents need to be on their guard. Need to make sure things are are correct, and and then, you know, we do the best we can.
2: All right, folks, we will be back Monday. We are winding up again. If you've missed any shows this week, you can catch them. I think uh, I think they're all on Twitter at W K O M W K R M, or you can go to our website uh, at W-K-O-M or W K O M or yeah, the W K O M website. Find the podcast uh, of our all of our shows right there. We look forward to seeing you Monday morning and think we're going to be talking about the proposed Murray Judicial Center, the new courthouse.